You're listening to the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye. They've looked like the most dominant team this season, but if there's any team that knows how to play the playoffs, it's Chennai. And MS Dhoni's team were also playing this first qualifier at home, which meant Gujarat had the odds stacked against them, despite being the team to beat this season. First things first, Shubman Gill did not score another century since been, he's been on such a streak. He made 42, MS Dhoni got to bat, but scored one of the two balls he faced as Chennai posted 172 for 7, which proved more than enough as Gujarat lost by 15 runs. Chennai now through to Sunday's final but Gujarat aren't knocked out. They get another shot at reaching the final. With me of course is Ayaz Memon. Ayaz, just a complete uh, class performance from Chennai tonight, right? Absolutely. Very remarkable performance by Chennai. Yes, they were playing at home but remember Gujarat had come on the back of some, uh, of some you know, remarkable wins themselves. Uh, notably in the previous game before that too. And you know, they just had such a balanced team great depth in batting and bowling. I thought if there's one team which could upset Chennai in Chennai, make good use of the slow pitches that you get there, uh, it would be Gujarat. And it seemed for at least, you know, in big spells in the match that Gujarat might have the better of the home team, but it wasn't to be. And I think really it redounds to, I would put it to the credit of Mahendra Singh Dhoni. I know there are individual players who performed well, but nobody reads match situations and opponents better than Dhoni. And nobody handles his own resources as well. No other captain does that. In the history of the IPL, sorry, I'll say that again. In the history of the India T20 League, we've seen that year after year after year. And after finishing ninth last season, they're in the final again. So, you know, I mean, you have to doff your hat to that one man. Yes, and Ayaz, I will come back to you with some more questions. Let me just take you all through the scores. Uh, Hardik Pandya put Chennai into bat first and the team looked like they had made a great start when Gaikwad was caught in the second over. But just as Darshan Nalkande started his celebrations, the umpire signaled for a no ball and that was the respite Gaikwad needed as he went on to top score for Chennai with 60 uh, before his opening partnership with Devon Conway was ended in the 11th over by Mohit Sharma. Chennai were 87 for 1. Shivam Dubey fell in the next over on 1 and then Ajinkya and Devon fell in the 15th and 16th overs. Rahani on 17, Conway on 40th. Chennai looked to be struggling a bit at 125 for 4 in 15.1 overs. 47 runs though came off the last 5 overs with Jadeja making 22 of 16, Raidu making 17 of 9 and Amis Dhoni scoring just the 1 run off the 2 balls he faced. 172 for 7 is what Chennai posted with Shami and Mohit Sharma picking two wickets each. In reply, Gujarat's openers managed 22 before Saha got out to Deepak Chahal in the third over. Skipper Hardik Pandya lasted all of seven deliveries, scoring eight before he got out to Mahesh Thiksana. Gujarat were 41 for two in 5.5 overs, but this was a team that bats deep and Shubman was still at the crease. So not many were worried. And then that Sansanaka and Gill added 31 runs for the third wicket and then started the ultimate downward spiral of the Gujarat chase. Shanaka got out to Jadeja in the 11th over on 17. Two overs later, Jadeja got Miller out on four and then Deepak Jaher got what's now become the biggest wicket of the league. Shubman Gill out on 42. Gujarat were 95 for five after 14 overs, needing 78 from 36 balls, still with Vijay Shankar and Rahul Tevatia at the creep. But there was no comeback 
as such uh, Tevatia fell in the 15th over to Thiksena but then in walked Rashid Khan he smashed 30 of 16 but Chennai attacked the other end Vijay and then Nalkande getting out in the 18th over Rashid got out in the 19th as Gujarat went on to lose by 15 runs uh, I asked my first question actually you know the day Chepok was announced as the host for the first qualifier and the eliminator that's tomorrow uh, Chennai had sort of a added advantage, didn't they? I mean, th- this is a squad that's been built for this ground. They have a fan base that's made for such moments. A home game in a knockout is very vital and, and, and that's played, you know, I mean, that's played and they played with utter confidence. As Gujarat went on to lose by 15 runs, uh, you know, the day Chepok was announced as the host for the first qualifying eliminator, Ayaz, uh, Chennai sort of just had an ad- added advantage, didn't they? I mean, they have a squad that's built for this ground. They have a fan base, you know, that's built for moments like this. I mean, a home game in a knockout is very vital and they played with utter confidence. I mean, not at any long stretch of the match did you think MS Dhoni wasn't in control? I mean, yes, the home advantage was there, but home advantage also comes with added pressure because then Everybody expects Chennai to win. And then if you don't fare well, then, you know, the onus is on you. I mean, and look, at the end of the day, both teams wanted to win this match to be in the final, you know, assured of a place in the final. So, uh, the, the manner in which I thought Gaikwad played a superb hand, but Devin Conway was struggling. Some of the other batsmen couldn't get going. They played cameos. But I think Chennai just about made the score that they would have liked. You know, a 170-175 score on this on this Chepok pitch is always... Difficult for teams batting second against an attack which has got some high-quality spinners and, of course, uh, Dhoni behind the stumps marshalling his resources. So, once they got past the 150-160, I thought, yes, Chennai were in with a strong chance, but it all depended on how, on how uh, Gujarat's top order fared, especially Shubman Gill. He threatened to run away with the match, but it wasn't to be. And as always, I always ask you about your player of the game. So I'll ask you about this one. Is that just the one half century of quite a few bowlers picking two, two wickets each? Who do you say is, you know, the one uh, standout performer from this game? Well, I think Gaikwad was obviously a you know notable performer because it was such a, not too many batsmen made centri- half a century. Forget about, or, or made too many runs. Uh, I can think of only Gaikwad and, uh, you know, sorry, I'll say that again. I can think of only Gaikwad and Shubman Gill and Rashid Khan towards the end uh, getting into their 30s. Not not, not many of the other batsmen could do that. He also took a great catch towards the end of Rashid Khan, didn't he? Uh, Gaikwar. But I think the guy who actually made also a very big difference was uh, Ravindra Jadeja. He, he came in and played a very good hand, 20-odd at that stage, was you know gold dust for, for Chennai. And then he picked up two wickets in his four overs, gave away very few runs. So he was. It's a toss-up between Gaikwad and Jadeja. I would, I would go with Gaikwad. I think the, the, you know, just making that half century was just so good for for his team. It's a good thing you're not on the commentary panel because I don't think you've been able to choose one player at any moment in this tournament. But anyway, uh, no balls, you know, have been detrimental this season. Rajasthan are, of course, on their way back because of a no ball. Otherwise, they'd be in the playoff, one would think. But today as well, Darshan Nalkande playing his second game this season was given, uh, you know, uh, sorry, he was playing his first game this season and it's his second season in the tor- in the tournament. And he got the big wicket of Gaikwad and we, uh, as we, you know, you said, he, Gaikwad was very key in today's match for Chennai but you know I mean it, it turned out to be a no ball and uh, you know and it's a very I mean no balls are extremely important in this scheme of things how do like teams address this now? 
Yeah, I mean, look, this is one area in which most teams, captains, bowlers themselves, of course, and coaches have to work over time because they become so crucial. In you know, I mean, it can make the difference between winning and losing a match. Uh, so you know, I mean, you get Gaikwad out early, and the match could have just gone the other way. But if you bowl a no ball, it's gonna you you probably lost the match because of that no ball. So this is something that will have to be examined at you know in great detail by by bowling coaches and the chief coach and the captain, the bowler bowlers themselves, as I mentioned. I think you know there's been there's a tendency to make optimum use of the of the crease the return crease which means uh, you know just bowl from maybe half a centimeter behind maybe then they need to try and practice the drill should be to bowl from two centimeters behind so at least you are erring on the side of caution uh, rather than on the side of indulgence you know you don't you you are you are being cautious enough not to make the mistakes which may cost you a wicket. Let's just also talk about Chennai's opening partnership, Devon Conway and uh, Rutraj Gaikwad. I think we've spoken about them quite a few times this season. But just this partnership, their 87-run stand today, you know, made them Chennai's most successful opening pair in one season. They scored 775 runs together, you know, this time beating Faf and Rutraj's record from 2021 of 756 runs. I mean, it was also a partnership that was made out of necessity once they couldn't retain Faf a couple of years back. But it's clearly looking like, you know, it's going to be one for the ages for them. It will, and one of the reasons is because you've got a right-left combination, and they gel well. Uh, you know, the running between the wickets is good. I can't remember them getting run out in in this season. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, in, in this match, Conway struggled a bit because because of the nature of the pitch. He just didn't get the ball coming onto the bat. Gaikwar was more authoritative. He's such a splendid player in front of the in front of the wicket, especially in the in the V, as they say. So, you know, he he's he's been one of the guys who's come along. Marvelously for uh, for Chennai in the last two or three seasons, and now he's become their batting mainstay in many ways. So terrific opening pair, 87 for the first wicket. I thought at some stage Chennai might wonder whether they had got enough or not enough because they they you know after you get a start like that, even if Conway was struggling, uh, they would have wanted 185, 190, but 172 turned out to be more than enough as it as it happened. That's true. I mean, also Chennai's been a team that's had a few setbacks. I mean, this is a franchise that bought Ben Stokes in the auction, right? I mean, you would have thought that guy's going to just win everything for them. If not, I mean, he's going to be the stellar performer for them this season. Didn't really play. He's actually he's already returned home to England. And their four overseas, overseas slots are actually taken up by, you know, two Sri Lankans, Mahi Sana and Patihara. And then there's Conway and Moin Ali. I mean, when you compare it to any of the other teams, you know, even in parts, if you compare just the bowling department to the batting department, apart from the uh, wicketkeeper, of course, th- this team wouldn't really, on paper, at the, at the start of the season, strike you as, oh my God, you know, they're going to end up being the finalists. I'm so sure about it. But then this is as MS Dhoni team building 101 as it gets, right? I mean, just put everybody together, put the best team together and just like make it work. Yes, I mean, if you remember last season when they finished ninth, Tiksana and Parithana were, you know, showing glimpses of what they could do. Uh, but this season they've come into their own. Moin Ali has been a stalwart, uh, and you know it's amazing how Dhoni uses him. Sometimes sparingly, sometimes the full quota. In, in the batting, he's up and down. You know he might make like he did today. He might make eight runs in forward four deliveries, but they become valuable at that point in time. So I mean it's just as I mentioned earlier, it's Dhoni's ability to handle his resources so brilliantly that makes such a big difference to his team's fortunes. And I think we've seen that right through this season. Uh, when when the season began, as we know, we've discussed this often. Gujarat and Rajasthan looked the two best teams, and uh, you know it, it, Delhi were looked powerful on paper. Punjab had their moments, 
and so too did Bangalore. But at the end of the day, it's you know Chennai, which is first team into the final. You know, I'm extremely, extremely happy Chennai are in the final. But I'm also scared that you know, if there's a trophy in Dhoni's hand on Sunday, those retirement questions may actually get an answer. Or may not. You know, I mean, what has happened, I think, is uh, we'll have to wait and see what he decides after the final. But uh, now that it's almost become like a 12-a-side, you know, tournament, isn't it? Because you have got the impact player coming in. I mean, Dhoni can bat 6, 8, 10 deliveries in a match and still be of great value to his team, uh, you know, just being captain and on the field. So, we'll have to wait and see. This is just open up a, you know, a new vista for him, maybe to extend it by a season. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. Okay, just the one last question. Uh, Lucknow versus Mumbai on Wednesday night again in uh, at the Chepok. Well, now the winner has to play another game before they qualify for the final. I mean, that's what you get for finishing third and fourth after the league stage. Uh, this, uh, you know, uh, this uh, sorry Friday's match, of course, will move to uh, Gujarat. Uh, in uh, sorry, uh, will move to Gujarat. Uh, Lucknow, of course, have adapted well after losing their skipper. You know, they won the last three of their league stage matches, so they come on the heels of three straight victories. Mumbai, though, have had skipper Rohit Sharma get among the runs in that last league stage match and you know it's an important one and how do you you know sort of call this one I think Mumbai have come along splendidly in the last few games yes they had I think they they lost one match but won three and uh, importantly they got Rohit back amongst the runs not really big scores like Kohli and Gil did but you know half century is a half century I think more importantly they've had somebody like Akash Madwal bowling extremely well and you know in the match that uh, was dominated by Cameron Green Actually, Madhwal made made a big difference, you know, in, in the slog overs, in the death overs. And then you, you've got Piyush Chawla, who's not, you know, talked about as much as Rashid Khan and Yusbin Chahal and some of the others, but he's been so prolific in his wicket-taking. So, these are guys who can be of great value to to Mumbai, even in, in, in Chennai as a Chepok. But of course, on paper, Lucknow do seem a, 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 a more balanced team in the sense that you've got a uh, fine array of batting batsmen, just as Mumbai have, but they've also got a little more variety in their bowling. Yep, and no second chances for these teams. If they lose, they're out. If they win, they meet Gujarat or on Friday. So, of course, but we will be back tomorrow, not on Friday, with the result of that game with Ayaz. Thank you so much for taking time out, Ayaz. Thanks, Manja. Catch up tomorrow. That was today's episode of the T20 Podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye. This is a Quint original podcast, executive produced by Shelley Walia and Ritu Kapoor. This episode was hosted by Menra Dorji Sahani, produced and edited by Prateek Lidhu and Anjali Palod, and a special thanks to our guest Ayaz Memon. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app. You were listening to the Quint's podcast. 